if you previously already heard this podcast, I'm your host, the Susan Anime O'Hagan, or you could call me Anime. I really don't care. And I'm going to tell you some of the things we have talked about on this podcast. So let's check it out and see all the interesting things we've talked about. I talk about movies, TV shows, books, games, Game Informer, Pinocchio, Warriors of Legend, Unauthorized Book, Nine, Firestarter, A Soft Guide to Taking It Easy, Vampire Kisses Books, Lucia Ball, The Wizard of Oz, Sejo B, The Great Battles in History, some of these are older, Zombies 3, Witches, Diana, Her Life and Legacy, Pirates, Zombies, Titanic, Tuesday, Norway, One on One, Mysterious Places, Movies, Buzz Lightyear, Melissa and Joey, Avatar The Last Airbender, The Promise, Memorial Day, Senior Year, Godzilla, Funny, Mashup, Ripley's Believe It or Not, For the Love of a Child, Anastasia, Asia and More, Mary Vincent, The J-Team, Shirley Jackson, Family Trees, Greek Mythology and Lesson, Electric Chair, The Brady Kids, The Brady Bunch, The Brady Brunch Goes to Hawaii, The Dark Side of the Brady Bunch, Growing Up Brady, The Lottery, Turner and Pooch, Night Squad, Hillsong, Almost Christmas Movie, We Have Always Lived in the Castle book, love that book, The Other Kingdom, The Warren Files, A Witch's Ball, Evil Thing, A Tell of That Deville Woman, Two Hot Take Show Review, Turning Red, Team Titans Raven, Unsolved Mysteries, Charmed, Buzzfeed Unsolved, Kids Nation, Black Widow, Fired Up, The Movie, The Good Place, St. Patrick, Chicago Tribunal Murders, Awkward, Ukraine, Ghost Whispered, The Bride He Bought Online, Archie and Katie Kane, Archie's Weird Mystery, Seven Heaven. Charlie Sturkenweather, Mummy is a Murder Chill, Abandoned Empress, Hot and Key Cleveland, Scorpion TV Series, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Different Strokes, Return to Amish and Escaping Polygamy, and we have so much more. I will be talking about movies. TV shows, books, games, money, easy time sets, and movies, TV shows, books, games, and I guess that is all of them. I hope you all enjoyed. And
hopefully you'll have a great and wonderful experience. And these will be uploaded Monday through Thursday. Okay, if you want to know, I'm so excited, I can't keep it to myself. I just finished watching Hocus Pocus 2, the movie that is now on Disney+. Plus. No, not the book, not the first one, and not anything else. I will discuss all of that later, and I do mean all of it. We will have a discussion about every single thing I can find on Hocus Pocus. Right now, I want to discuss the fact that I love the movie, okay? To me, it was kind of like, it just, it had that like goofy, fun, magically feel. And yes, the witches are goofy and still don't know what they're doing because they're in another century. Or a couple, it's been 30 years. I wasn't even born during the first Hocus Pocus, which tells me it's really, really old. So it's been quite a few years. Makes me feel even older. It was such a great movie. And they had the when they were little kids and Winifred was definitely not born in the wrong time. Was definitely not meant to be born in that time period because let me tell you that girl was sassy she was more scary than the new one of her i was like i was like you go you i was like you go girl because she identifies herself as a girl as i assume but if she doesn't you go you you go they it had music it had dancing it had costumes from the original. Yes, that's right. Some of the Halloween, they were at like a, having a whole Halloween fest and one of the costumes was the Mama's Madonna, another one was Billy, even though Billy was in there, and a few of them. I want to see if Alice, Allison, Allison, and Max and his sister were in there, but I didn't catch a glimpse of it, so I'll have to go back or just see if I can find that. But they had hints of different costumes. They had a Sanderson sister, like, <laughs> it was just so funny. In the book, you actually felt bad for the Sanderson sisters. It was so bizarre. I actually felt bad for them towards the end and wanted to cry. And the book was sad too. I was like, the book has feelings. But like the end, Watch it to the very end because like right when the credits hit they sing the witches are back and it is such a bop like I loved it but you have to watch it all the way through to see that it is catchy and they just let them loose in Walgreens and it was hilarious they did exactly what you would think they would do I know some people were saying it doesn't have that much magic to me it had more magic than you think but that might be because I'm into that stuff and other stuff and about Wiccan stuff and God stuff and pagan stuff and mm, Protestants and a little bit of Catholic stuff. So I know different and a little bit of other religious and different um, things from different worlds, but there is a lot more magic, but it was hinted towards more Wiccan than it was like, you know, made up magic. So I don't know, like, I saw the critic, like, reviewed it, and I'll have to find the link where they said it didn't feel like they had enough magic. I didn't read the whole thing yet, because I was like, I don't want to spoil it. So to me, they did. They had crystals, they had 
some drama, they're teenagers. It was just like all the points and it wasn't based off the book. And I was like, thank you. And if they wanted to do one based off the book, they could. But at the very end, it was sad. They went to whatever is the better place. But I love the movie. There was some good music. The sisters were tight. They got powers. And I will explain every little detail in a normal way after this. This is just me giving my thoughts. I love the costumes. I love the new teenagers who are now their own Wiccan group. Their coven. And that was so cool to see the book like transfer to a new person after so many centuries. And there's this one woman, and I loved her. I might want to be, uh, can you get me a costume of her? Because I would totally cosplay as her. I want to know more about the woman who gave them the book. And what happened to her coven? Because the way she handed it, my guess is she used that spell book and didn't realize that what it would do would take away the people she cared about. But I mean, this was just such the movie I thought it would be. It's just fun. It has some magic, a little bit of dark stuff. Is it as dark as the original? Mm, probably not. Because the original had some uh, hanging in the beginning because that's what the time period was based on. And yes, as much as we hate to admit it, Disney movies back then were a little, how do I say, creepier, scarier, more disturbing. And don't get me started under wraps, the new one. And there's going to be an under wraps too. And the, uh, I'm getting off track. I didn't have my ADHD medication today. And I can tell I'm off the track. And if you're wondering why I was MIA the last couple days, I kept fainting. And I was like, no one wants to listen to me fall. Like, I was fainting so much. It was so bad. It was just awful. But luckily, I'm feeling somewhat better today. And I was so hyper-focused on this movie that I couldn't really think of anything else. And I gotta say, thank you. I love that there is some music in it still. I love that the sisters were still then. And Sarah's just a goofball even more. But then she's like, <laughs> the youngest one, Sarah, is just so funny. And you know, they each have their place. And in one of the scenes which is so funny to me. They had a spot where they were going through different windows and one person was watching the scene from the original with the woman who had the curlers in her hair and then she's like kicking them out and it was with the husband who they thought was the devil. And I was like, yeah, I know that scene. Like it just dawned on me like the, some of the little Easter eggs that I was finding. And I was like, Yes, thank you. I needed more of those Easter eggs. That's what we wanted. And I have to say, if they wanted to create a Hocus Pocus based on the book, that would be fine with me as well. And then we could have three Hocus Pocus, maybe four, and that's it. Because I would like to see more of the young brother Fred and her sisters. Because, dang, that actresses who played the younger versions, they did it well. Like, really well. And the kitty, okay, they had a black cat. They thought it was Thackeray Binks. It was not. Its name was Cobweb. And it was so adorable. 
it almost looked like it was a descendant of Thackeray Banks, but it wasn't. But it was so cute, and it just reminded you of him. I would have loved to see some Allison and Max, but like I said, if they did one based off of the book next, which please, 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 I am begging you. I don't care if it's just like a short like film or like something in between this and the movie they just had. Like they had Alice and Max and Danny and all of them and even a ancestor, like kid of the, the Sanderson's had like an ancestor. So in the book, so my thoughts are, I loved it. It's exactly what I thought. Their dresses were fabulous. I want to get Winifred's new one, but if I can't, I'll get her old one and get her sister's new one and I need the wigs. I want to cosplay it. Where I cosplay and try to like use the sound of the movie. It's, you know, where you like cosplay but you use like the movie and then you're dressed up as the person and their words come out. Or I could try to like mimic it. I want to do that so bad. I love cosplaying as them. And they're fun. They're sassy. They seem a little nicer. Also, Dan, she didn't, they did not belong in the time period that they were born in because Dan, like forcing people to get married at 16 or 13, whatever, like really not a thing I like. And if they didn't, they were witches. It's like, really? And women weren't allowed to talk back to men or say anything. It was the whole thing. But I will get into every single little detail of this movie and like what I could find online about it and the articles. But my thoughts are I loved it. It is exactly what I thought. It was a fun, magical, goofy movie like the original. I don't know if like people thought it would be more than that, but I'm like, that's exactly what I thought the movie would be. It's not like the movie I just put in my TV because I can officially watch my horror movies. Even I watch them year-round, but I have like collections and whatever I can't watch on my own, I can watch some other ones. I just put in Final Destination 1 and 2 because it's a 2 mirror disc. It's not like that where you expect it to be serious and not goofy and you expect it to have like some tie-ins and some like distinctable force. No, it's literally a Disney Channel Halloween movie that I thought it would be. It's not like Under Wraps the remake where it was word for word, almost everything was exact. And then they took out down the original which made me mad. No, this one is fun. It's what you think it is. It's just a fun Disney Halloween movie. And if you want to do another fun Disney Channel Halloween movie, maybe give us like, I don't know, another Halloween tale with both Marnies. Maybe Marnie could have had like a twin or different universes. She lives in a magical realm. And Kimberly J. Brown said she wouldn't mind being Marnie again. And we could also use the other Marnie, I forget the actress's name, maybe it was Sarah or something. And she could be in the movie, but I want Kimberly J. Brown as the main Marnie. Or they could like add her in, or as like a relative, I don't care, they could make her her sister who vanished. But it is definitely just a fun Disney original movie. So 
if you're expecting something more than that, you're gonna get disappointed. If you're expecting that, then you'll love it like I did. It has a little bit of music. I was like, ooh, more music please, more bops. But then I remembered it's not meant as a musical. Not completely anyway. But it was awesome, it was fantastic. I said, go watch it and watch the original and then read the book. The book was decent too. And I ain't even joking about that. The book wasn't horrible. And the book had Max and Allison and all of them back. So like, I could see if they brought that book back and that would be like the movie in between the first and this one. And they could name it something like in between or they could bring them back. I mean, I don't really know how it all works because there's a lot there. I mean, they might be permanently gone. But you never know with them. But my point is, go watch it. And don't pay attention to critics. Don't read anything beforehand. And decide for yourself. I say, I give it a thumbs up. Like, it is exactly what I thought. It's kind of like what I thought when I watched, like, Zombies 3. It's a musical. It's a little corny. It's a little fun. There's, like, different, like, characters. You ain't gonna get, like, a see. My expectations for a Disney Channel original movie is kind of like Descendants, Zombies, High School Musical, Pocus Pocus. Not like something extreme. Like they're frozen. These are movies that were from the Disney Channel. So I find them fun and I could see myself wearing my costume and just enjoying this playing Winifred and her sisters and the new ones. They're really interesting. They did some gems, stones. The one had powers, which I thought was so cool that they added a new witch that was younger into it. Even though, how many people still think Allison from Hocus Pocus 1 and the sequel book was a white witch? Because I still do. I'm not 100% sure, but let me know what you think. Okay, these are my thoughts. I will give you every little other detail about the movie that I can. So those won't be like my thoughts. They will be just word for word what I can find. I could add my thoughts if you would like. But totally go watch it. It's a perfect Disney Channel original Halloween movie. It's perfect. It kind of reminds me of like Halloween Town. If you don't remember Hocus Pocus 1. I do because I watch Hocus Pocus every year. Fun fact, I know Hocus Pocus 1 was not a big hit when it first came out, but then it became a cult classic, just like Rocky Horror Picture Show wasn't a big hit until years later. Some movies don't become a big hit till years later. So just remember that and try to give it a like, don't let others sway your opinion, and then see, because like, and watch to the end, because they do have a really good song at the end. I was dancing to it, even though I can barely dance right now. Okay, hope y'all enjoy this podcast. I will give you more details soon. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor, ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a...
enjoying my podcast and you enjoy this ad break slash sponsor. Some facts about pandas. The bamboo bear. It was once thought that the giant panda might be related to the raccoon. However, scientists have since proven that it is a member of the bear family. The giant panda is officially classed as a carnivore, meat eater, though its diet is more likely that of an omnivore, plant eater. The vast variety of a giant panda's diet consists of bamboo due to an effective dissative system. They need to eat large qualities to get the nutrients they need. A giant panda can spend 14 hours a day eating and will typically eat 11 to 18 kg in one day. 99% of this bamboo. But they will also eat fish, eggs, and small animals if the opportunity arises. In the wild, giant pandas are territorial and generally solitary animals. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor. Ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a... supernatural comedy film directed by I want to say Anne or yeah Anne Flitcher written by Jean D'Angelo and produced by Walt Disney Pictures a sequel to the 1993 film Hocus Pocus it stars Bette Milder Sarah Jessica Parker Kathy Doug Reprising the roles while Sam Richardson, Whitney Peake, Belis, Tony Hale, and Hannah joined the cast in new roles. Filming took place from October 2021 to January 2022 in Rhode Island, replacing Seoul in Massachusetts. It was released on Disney Plus on September 30, 2022. Unlike the original movie, the film received a mix to positive response from critics, praising the cast performance and humor, but criticized the plot. Some critic criticized the critics 
deem the movie as an impermanent over it its processor. Ironically, find that funny. Okay, here we go. In 1653, a teenage Winifred Sanderson is banished from Salem by Reverend Trask. Rather than let her sister Mary and Sarah be taken away from her, Winifred escaped with them to a forbidden forest. There, they make the acquaintance of a mysterious witch who gives Winifred her magic book for her 16th birthday, but especially warns her. The sisters against casting spell known as the Mi Magica Mystica. In 2022, 29 years after the Sanderson sisters were re-resurrected by the Black Flame Candle, two Salem teenagers named Bex, Becca and Izzy prepare to celebrate both Halloween and Becca's 16th birthday, but turns down a party invitation from their friend Krista Trask, from whom they are estranged. Becca and Izzy visit a magic shop. Formerly the Sanderson sisters' cottage, run by Gilbert, who gives Becca a candle for their annual ritual. Becca and Izzy light the candle and discover that it's another black flame candle. As there's the full moon and the girls are both virgins, the candle resurrects the Sanderson sisters once again. The girls manage to outwit the sisters in a local Walgreens and then escaped to the magic shop where they discovered that Gilbert purposely gave them the candle in hopes of reviving the sisters. Having seen them on Halloween back in 1993 and been thought how, taught how to make the candle by book, the sisters catch up to the girls and see a campaign flyer belonging to Mayor Trask. Cassie's father and Reverend Ta Trask, direct descendant. Renifer decides they will cast the Mystica Mag Magica Mystica spell to eliminate Trask and take revenge on Salem. The sisters trap Izzy and Becca in the basement and task. Gilbert with collecting the ingredients for the spell while they hunt down Trask, his blood also being necessary to complete the spell. The girls escape and headed to the Trask house to warn the mayor while the sisters find their way to the, Hall the town's Halloween carnival and enchant the citizens to help them find the mayor. Meanwhile, Gilbert digs up Billy Butcherson, who reveals he has been awakened but entombed since 1993. Girl Bert needs Billy's head for the spell, but tells him that he's trying to defeat the sisters. Reciting Billy's help by promising to tell everyone the truth regarding his relationship with Winifred, the girls reunite with Cassie and manage to trap the sisters within a salt circle in Cassie's garage before Mayor Trask returns home and un technically reveals that Cassie's also a descendant of 
the Reverend Trask. The three teenagers then make amends with one another, but the reunion is short-lived when a pair of robot vacuums that Mary had been flying releases them from the circle. They kidnap Cassie and escape to the Forbidden Forest where Girlwood has assembled the ingredients. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor, ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a and escape from the forbidden forest where Girlbert has assembled the ingredients in Billy's head for the spell. Becca and Izzy arrive shortly after and they discover that Becca is also a witch. Becca distracts the sisters while Izzy rescues Cassie. Unfortunately, the spell has been partly cast and the sisters' powers are now increased. However, Becca manages to convince Book that it doesn't have to answer to Winifred. Book flees to Becca and they escape further into the forest. Book shows them a warning about the Magica Mystica spell, stating that whoever cast it must give up what they cherish most. The girls agree to warn Winifred of the price of the spell, but they arrive too late as she has already finished casting it. It is revealed the price of the spell is Mary and Sarah. As the two fade into dust, Winifred grows incredibly despondent and begs the teenagers to use their newfound powers to save her sisters. Beckett, Cassie, and Izzy join together in a coven and cast a reuniting spell. Winifred is confused when her sisters don't reappear until Becca explains that the spell doesn't brings Sarah and Mary back, but sends Winifred to them. Winifred laughs in delay as she too fades away to be reunited with her sisters. The girls join Gilbert, joined by Gilbert who reunites Billy's head with his body. Billy also starts to fade away, realizing that all of Winifred's falls have been undone. Before he vanishes completely, Gilbert promises to keep his word to Billy and tell people his story. The girls decide to give Book a new home and continue practicing the m magic as they walk off into the night. In a post credit scene, Cobblood, Girlblood's cat, watches over a box containing yet another black flame candle, suggesting that the Sanderson sisters aren't gone for good. 
the three young women accidentally bring back the Sanderson sisters to modern-day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child, hungry witches, from wreaking havoc on the world. Hocus Pocus 2 is basically, so this is what critics are saying, a bullying point conjuring of nostalgia, but that's more than enough for this belated sequel to cast a reasonable, effective spell. What critics are saying about Hocus Pocus 2. <coughs> the reviews, both good and bad, of the spooky Salem set sequel now streaming on Disney Plus almost 30 years after release. 1993 Salem set spook fest Hocus Pocus Disney has released. I don't know why it keeps saying that. This time around, the two best friends named Speck and Lizzie. Okay. Early critical response to the film has been general, though not overwhelmingly positive. With reviews, websites, Rotten Tomatoes, Hocus Pocus, a 64% freshness rating at the time of this article, Boston Hocus Pocus 2 <coughs> called the film an entertaining, lively experience that corrupts the company fun of the original. But in order to allow readers to sample a rage of critical responses and make a decision of their own, we've also rounded up what critics are saying, good, bad, and everything in between about Hocus Pocus 2. The good. Hocus Pocus 2 gave the film three stars out of four, praising the performance of mid the Sanderson sisters. <clears throat> Clearly understanding that Midler and Parker and the other one who I can't say her name because I don't know how to say it. I'm just going to call her N. Are the main attraction. <sighs> Waiting less than 30 minutes to bring the trio back from the dead. Though it's been nearly 30 years, all three bring the same there to their performance. Gamely swooning and shrieking around the screen and <coughs> leading into the film's Three Stooges style sopstick uh, Neil of okay wrote that Hocus Pocus 2 would make fans of all generations happy the challenge of the sequel to a beloved film is maintaining enough of the original to make the fans happy without being too repetitive of confusing newcomers and Hocus Pocus 2 gets that just right the highlights of the first film are celebrated there are a delightful musical number and there are some very funny moments including a Sanderson sister costume competition yeah I love that part that was one of my favorites okay another uh, critic wrote Hocus Pocus 2 captured the same hokey magic of the original while creatively updating its humor. Directed uh, Anne, step up the proposal, directed the sequel, but follows the same goofy comedic approach of Kenny Ortega directed first film, namely how the sisters react to modern inventions like robot vacuums, Amazon Alexa, and Walgreens, even a few meta jokes nod to the Saturn sisters' popularity in the world of drag. Thankfully, with the cast rounded out by Doug Jones, Hannah, and Sam, 
the brouhaha's aren't solely in the three leads. The so-so moments. The APs admit to not enjoying the 1993 original and was thus surprised that she found Hocus Pocus 2 to be actually pretty fun. Hocus Pocus 2 goes down easy, though by the time the entire town breaks onto a dance to one way or another, you may be ready for the film to get where it's going. Still, it's a fun enough ride for a fall out night. One way or another. Do 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 do. I'm not really singing. I'm just. It it was a cute scene. Hocus Pocus two twice as good as the original, but clarify that he didn't like the original. What's halfway between trick and treat the it's Hocus Pocus two. <clears throat> it managed story straight so that a huge improvement over the first one. There are some laughs, and director and. Like Ortega, who did the first one, she danced, trained, and a veteran choreographer managed a far smoother of effects, mood swings. Fun fact, most of those weren't even effects in the original, but okay. Um, Headless Zombies, The Ugly. Uh, Someone posted, yeah, another critic who didn't care for 1993 Hocus Pocus didn't care for Hocus Pocus 2 either. Calling the sequel Snitch Up Stitch. The truth about the original Hocus Pocus is harder to swallow than a witch's brew containing a bit of thine own tongue. It's a very bad movie. Well, take another glip. The new sequel Hocus Pocus 2, out on Disney Plus, plus 29 years, is much, much worse. Okay, and then another critic, The Guardian, wrote that Hocus Pocus 2 fiction more like an extended if joke free SNL skit than a real movie. Hocus Pocus 2 is stuck trapped somewhere between different times. <clears throat> Audiences and tones try to do so much yet in this instance achieving so very little it structurally makes structurally more as acting in a remake one that admires to appear older, just heated while being accessible to newcomers. Most important task, uh, but one it struggles with throughout broomsticks barely hovering off the ground. Amanda, the independent, found the performance by the sisters to be lacking compared to their work in their original. Really? loved it. But see, I guess if you don't understand that it's just a Disney original movie, like from a Halloween movie, it's not supposed to be like super well budgeted. I mean, it's just what it is. It's a Disney Halloween original movie. But okay, you do you. You have your opinion. You don't like it? I do. <clears throat> Parker's thus embarrassing, less dripping, never is OG Hocus Pocus director Tony Ortega's absent more felt than in the filming big musical number which doesn't hold a black flame column to Mintler's vamping 
rendition of I put a spell on you from a last time around. Your eyes have not been fetalized by Richcraft. That is a picture of the cast of Hocus Pocus and now the new Hocus Pocus 2. Standing in a Walgreens pharmacy, the pharmacy becomes the location of a key scene in Hocus Pocus 2 and it is short in the style of an extremely lengthy commercial. First, the witches gaze at the brick-lined exterior of the Walgreens where its red neon sign shines through the darkness of a dreary New England evening. Then the witches go inside at the beast of some of the other characters where they proceed to try out the drugstores, emitting impressive suction of beauty and solutions. Just for a laugh, they even try eating one of two of them. Lo and behold, they actually taste pretty good. <clears throat> Fun fact! If you were born in literally 16... Let me see if I can find it. 53. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't know what a Walgreens is. So, for you saying like, oh, they spent so much time at the Walgreens... You gotta remember the time period they were born in. You gotta take that in. Trust me. And if you compare everything to the original, you're never gonna like anything else. Trust me. I tried that. It does not work. And as you absolutely want to. Like, I'm gonna review probably live action versus anime. And let me tell you, some of them may be better than others, and some may be better with a mixture. Like, oh, well, you could have added that, and then we would have understood it more. Okay. Kids don't try this at home. In fact, maybe don't try watching Hocus Pocus 2 at home either. Even though the movie is going straight to streaming on Disney+, Plus. fans of the original Hocus Pocus, beware! This movie seems to have <clears throat> put more thought into the pharmacy products placement than coming up with the reason the wicked Sanders sisters would return to Salem, or why it took them 29 years since the events of the first movie do it. Okay, speaking of Salem, the initial scenes are set there during the days of the witch trials. A flashback reveals how Winifred, Sarah, and Mary form their power co powerful coven with the help of an older and more experienced sorceress. Back in 22, there's a new generation of teenagers gearing up for Halloween, surrounding by their local legends about the Sanderson sisters. They include Becca and Izzy, who recently had a falling out with their former bestie, Cassie. Cassie is also the daughter of Salem's mayor, who, as is often the case in a story like this, is not only a direct descendant of the preacher who made life miserable for the Sanderson sisters in the 1600s, but also looks exactly like his great-great-great-great-grandfather. I wonder if the Sanders sisters would go after him when they show up in the present day. For a lot of viewers, the original Hocus Pocus is a nostalgic favorite that they watch over and over and over in home video throughout all the 90s and 2000s. I never saw until last later years, so I don't have any kind of strong affection for the meddler. 
When Disney announced they were making Hocus Pocus 2, I wasn't surprised. No franchise is truly over these days. Okay. <clears throat> Fun fact. I liked it. I thought it was exactly what I was getting. Not everyone likes the original had the same thing. Where they didn't like it and became a huge thing later on. That happens with movies. I liked it. I thought it was... I loved it. It was so good. And it's funny because I did grow up watching it. Even though it literally came out a year before I was born. But I grew up watching it on this really bad TV I had. Got him because we were poor. Got out of the trash. And they would always do the let's watch the Disney Channel movies. Let's watch the Disney Channel movies. <coughs> wow, my allergies. <coughs> We're getting the remnants of the storm. <coughs> so, yeah, that's fun. But anyway, I loved it. It's exactly what I thought it would be. And I'm glad that it wasn't just a direct from the book. If they could make a movie of the book, too. And I have a little bit more musical. Like, that could be, like, another movie you could add. And it could be, like, a movie in between the first and the second. Or it could be a movie after. I mean, like, the Sanders sisters don't really die. I don't think. It'd be interesting to see them, like, talk to Max and Alice and Danny again. That would be interesting. If they ever decide to do like that. Or do like an animated version if they wanted to. That'd be cool too. But I definitely found the movie interesting, fun, magical, and cool. And definitely not what I was expecting. So I'm glad that it wasn't exactly like the book I read. I hope y'all had a great and wonderful weekend. Do you want me to talk about what's coming on... October 6. Let me pause you and find out. Do you want me to review Monster High, the movie, and the new animated show, who I think have the same actors and actresses and non-binary as well? Okay, I hope y'all enjoy. I say go watch Hocus Pocus 2 and figure it out for yourself. I love it. I want to get their outfits would be all three. I want to do videos on them, cosplays them, but I want Winifred's wig and the book. Oh, book! <laughs> and I also want to dress up as some of the other characters, so, you know. Okay, hope y'all have a great and wonderful weekend. And yes, I did this instead of my children's podcast, so if you're wondering why I did it, it was because I did this one, and I enjoyed it. And I can watch other movies as well. I have my own movie list for October and it is all over the place. <laughs> but you'll hear me talk about it. Okay, bye for now. And now we're all winded down. I hope you all enjoyed my podcast with the movies, TV shows, books, and games. And I hope you all have a great and wonderful week and weekend. If you want to see hear more of me, 
I do have other podcasts as well on ACAST, so you can check those out. And I also have a kids podcast as well called Gummy Bears Podcast Land that if you want to hear more of me during the weekend, you can. But I hope you all have a great, wonderful week and I hope you all enjoy this. And I just tell you my opinion, facts about the show. Hopefully we could agree to disagree or you could give me your opinion. I could take it into consideration. You could take mine into consideration. And I really do enjoy doing this. You guys are my fans and I love you. And you guys are so wonderful social butterflies. And you're so genuinely a great and wonderful butterfly gem. I hope you all have a great and wonderful sloppy day. And don't forget to check out my other stuff. I do have a YouTube channel as well, which is named Which is named I just the Susanna May O'Hagan Sweetie M Uniquely Sloths. And that will be a little bit of facts. Um Salts only go to the bathroom once a week on the ground. That is it. Just a fun fact, a little bit about slums that I thought you might enjoy. Okay, over and out. Bye for now. Love my uniquely gem butterflies. Fly off and enjoy. Bye for now.